the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good morning. And welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings investments in your retirement here on the show today. We've got a, a, a fantastic show today, and uh, uh, we're going to have uh, Buddy Pounds of Christians Engaged uh, coming on, talking about her, her, her fantastic new book uh, called Jesus and Politics. And uh, we'll also be talking about the markets, the world today. Our motto and philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's a key to building up wealth over the long term. I always want to start the show talking about the importance of that. In a very different, very tough, very tumultuous world that we live in today, it's rapidly changing. It's more important than ever to continue to save money and build up wealth. Through your company's savings programs, through the different types of programs we have, so, so, so you can protect yourself. That you know, things are going to change in the world. Uh, we can't keep spending uh, an extra two trillion dollars per year, additional uh, deficits to fund everything, and there's going to have to be big changes. And so, it's really more important than ever to protect yourself in this world, save money, build up the, up the wealth, and then conservatively manage and diversify among different asset classes to protect yourself. And and that's that's what, you know that's going to be one of the the real key things going forward. And so we'll we'll just have everything set up and uh, that 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 that. Okay, uh, do we have Buddy on the line? Buddy, is is Bunny on the line yet? Okay, but Bunny, Bunny, Bunny. I'm here. How are you, Ted? Great, great. Hey, but we've got Bunny Pounds, uh, a dear friend of mine, and really one of the most amazing people you'll ever meet. Uh, she has uh, she has uh, done an incredibly number of different things. Uh, founded Christians Engaged. Uh, done huge amounts of work in the political world, and she's written a book, uh, Jesus and Politics. And you know, it's it, it, it's interesting. I opened the book up. It, 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 it's 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 forwarded by uh, Michelle Bach. <laughs> I just opened the first couple pages, and funny, it's remarkable 
uh, you've got Mark Meadows writing uh, Jeb Hensherling, Congressman Cloud, uh, Chip Roy. Uh, it's just uh, the list goes on. Uh, all type uh, Robert Jeffries. Uh, it's one thing after another. It, 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 uh, the people have just written uh, four different things about uh, at the beginning of the book. I mean, you're just remarkably well loved in the state of Texas and in Washington. Uh, and, and really, uh, tell us a little bit about you. Why, why did you write Jesus in Politics, and what's it all about? Well, I wanted to write a book to encourage people. Um, all Americans can make an impact in our country, um, spe- specifically people of faith. You know, we have uh, the blessing of having a foundation in the Word of God that should help us be great leaders, uh, whether we call ourselves Protestants or Catholics. Um, and so I want to encourage people of faith to not be afraid to get involved in politics or government. Um, you know, freedom is only protected when individual citizens get involved in the process. And, and so for me, this, I, I shared kind of stories from my life. It's not a boring book. It's not a political how-to book. Um, though I do believe that people are going to get a lot of insight on how to engage with politics and government and to protect their heart and souls while they do that. Um, But I wanted to just write an inspirational story of just my journey from being a homeschooling mom to testifying in front of a platform committee to working for a member of Congress to running my own consulting firm, having uh, one of the largest uh, GOP consulting firms in, in Texas and then running for Congress and all the things I've been able to do and now leading a ministry um, that engages Christians around the country, uh, frankly, to pray, vote, and engage regularly. We have over 2,000 Christians uh, now in our system actively praying, voting, and engaging regularly around the country. Yeah, because you, you believe, and, and, well, first of all, you, you're just, even, even what you said, you're really just uh, much too modest. I mean, you've really been a, a force in Texas politics and, uh, for years, and, and it is a fascinating book. And that really, it was, and you're right about that. It's not a boring book. It, it, there's really, uh, really fascinating little anecdotes in the book uh, about politics and, and different things as well, in addition to your uh, to your ministries, which which it, it, it's remarkable that you came up through that through basically a ministry, and uh, really you're, 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 what you said in the book was your missionary to America, and really how you rose up really through the ranks virtually were where you know that that race you ran. Uh, uh, up, up in North Texas, the congressional race, uh, uh, you, you lost in the runoff. It was very tight, and I, I think at the time you told me that that uh, you, you had more, you lost with more votes than that. The big they had a big runoff with uh, one of our congressmen, uh, what's his name down here, that 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 won on. It was an enormous number of votes, and you you, you even had the, the backing of the Vice President of the United States at the time. If I remember right, he got in a little trouble because they weren't supposed to be backing anybody, but but people felt it was so important to back you up. It, it's truly remarkable what, what, what you've done through your life in and the book is actually, I lost my, my train of thought on, on, on the original question here, but, but how do you, I mean, I think the importance of Christians being involved in politics. It's really, if you look back through history, uh, I think it was Tocqueville in the United States, 
brought up that the Americans bring God into everything, and yet somehow we've gone from that to basically, uh, you know, the, the uh, basically being the God being the foundation of, of the of, you know the, the basic documents of the founding of the United States to a, a country where, where people want to throw Christians out of everything, it, and, and you are, are, are pushing back on that and doing a remarkable job of it. And how did we get there, and, and where do we go from here? Well, you know, I think a lot of Americans forget that the, in, the original 13 colonies were developed uh, because people were segmenting in their, their own religious affiliations. You had, you know, the Baptists, the Methodists, the Catholics. Um, you know, you had different people in different spaces uh, of the states. And when Thomas Jefferson wrote a letter to the Danbury Baptists, uh, which a lot of people say, you know, Christians should be involved, um, separation of church and state. Well, he was actually writing to the Danbury Baptists, um, reiterating that the government shouldn't dictate to the church what they should or shouldn't do. It's actually the opposite of what we think in modern American culture. So uh, everybody read the Bible. Everybody taught the Bible in school. It was the foundation of our nation. And I know your, your audience is concerned about investments and savings and, and money development. Um, we, there's so much in the Bible about debt, about taxation, about inheritance building, about you know, saving for the next generations. Um, the Bible is the foundation, really, for our economic system. And uh, we just produced uh, an amazing curriculum package at Christians Engaged called Biblical Economics. It's an eight-hour Bible study on economics from a societal point of view. I don't think there's anything else on the market quite like it. But we interview, not only do we lecture on what the Bible says about the topic, but we also interview key ministry leaders and uh, government leaders like Governor Scott Walker and Congressman Jeb Henserling, who is financial services chairman in the House, and ministry leaders like June Hunt, who developed the Hope Center up here in Dallas-Fort Worth and houses 100 ministries in her amazing building. So uh, we get to really see that the Bible should be a part of our life. Um, at the same time, as Bible-believing Christians, we should be engaging in government and being real leaders. And so that's part of my motivation for writing the book was to inspire the next generation to go out there and be the leaders that God's called them to be and not be afraid to stand bef before people of influence um, and and I have lots of great stories about just how God used an ordinary woman like me to speak into the lives of members of Congress. Yeah, it's, it's really pretty fascinating. It, it, I mean, I, I do think it is, it, it, the politics is, is, a, is a very, very tough sport. Uh, you know, you're, you're dealing with, with uh, you know, with money, with with all types of issues and mudslinging, as you put on the front of them, it really is a tremendous amount of mudslinging in it. And, uh, and you know, how, how do you deal with that as, as, as a Christian, and how do you deal with that? What are some ideas for, for people, Bunny? 
Well, I like to identify three enemies of our souls that hit us when we get involved with politics. Um, I have a whole chapter on this. Number one is, is pride. Um, pride instantly comes in because we get the cell phone number for a state representative or we think that we know something that other people don't have or don't understand and, and it just subtly hits us. And so you see these people that start getting involved, even in local government or at their chamber of commerce, and they start getting a big head that they know everything and everybody else are little peons. It's like this little elitist perspective that comes in. Um, also, anger hits us. Anger hits us. We get, we watch the news of the day and we're like, gosh, this is injustice right now. What's happening on the southern border? This is injustice and lawlessness we're seeing. Um, and as people of faith, we instantly have discernment. We know when something is not right. But a lot of times we internalize that anger instead of actually taking it to the Lord and having a conversation with God about what he thinks about that and turning it into prayer and intercession for our nation. Um, and then thirdly, fear. Fear likes to attack us. Everything that is written in politics is based on fear. You know, you have to give money to this candidate right now or they're not going to win and the world's going to fall down. So fear tries to motivate us. But if we're motivated as believers to get involved in politics and government, not out of fear, but out of purpose and destiny, and that we really can advocate for our values, that we can push for the legislation we want or don't want, that we really want to protect our families and future generations from destruction. Uh, those are good motivations, and those will help people uh, fulfill the call of God on their life as it relates to that for generations, for years and decades, not just a short-term election fix. Yeah, now you see why you should be reading Bunny's book right there. I mean, that was uh, really a tour de force on, on, you know, how to deal with the world today. Uh, and actually, how to deal with the world today, not just in, in, in politics in general. And, and uh, it, it's remarkable. Bunny, so, so you kind of, you, you, how did you, okay, you, you were doing missionary work uh, around the world. And, uh, and then how did you get into politics just to... Uh, and by the way, the Christians engage. They have some. They, you have some courses which we'll cover in a minute on, on how to, you know, how to get in politics at the local level. Different things. But how did you get into politics? Yeah. Um, well, in chapter three of my book is called "Politics Is Not Inherently Evil." Um, I grew up a pastor's kid. Um, our family was very apolitical. I don't remember my family ever having a yard sign in their yard or ever even talking about voting. I, I think they voted for Ronald Reagan, but I'm not really sure. Um, but, you know, I was uh, active in a moral issues ministry when I was in Bible college when I was 18 and 19, and we would go pray in front of uh, Planned Parenthood or an abortion clinic in our area and talk to people if we had an opportunity. And uh, when I became a, a mom, my husband and I were entrepreneurs. We had a big pest control company here in Dallas-Fort Worth. And I was driving my kids back and forth to school, and I started listening to a woman named Laura Ingram on talk radio. Everybody yes. probably knows who Laura is on Fox News now. And there's something about her, her stance, her humor um, that really attracted me. Um, also, I read a book by Karen Hughes. Um, she was the communications director for George W. Bush and one of his top leadership uh, at the White House and her rise in politics. And, I, and there was something about those two women that I thought, you know what, I could do something like this. 
and really thought, you know, man, there's some issues in this country that I should be paying attention to. Fiscal responsibility. I mean, we're continuing to run up our national debt. We're at $34 trillion right now. Um, you know, and that was like maybe $3 trillion or $2 trillion back then, um, 20 years ago. The sanctity of human life, protecting the unborn were some things that attracted me to politics. But I literally just went to my precinct meeting uh, after the the March primary. We'll have precinct meetings and we'll have senatorial conventions and state conventions for the political parties. I went to a precinct meeting. Nobody else showed up. I voted in my resolution and I voted myself in as a delegate. And I went down to the state convention in 2004 and testified in front of a platform committee on a school choice issue. And I just got hooked, Ted, that I could make a difference, that my voice mattered, that um, even within the political parties, there was ways to uh, influence change. And, you know, 16 years later, I was nominated with David Barton to represent Texas on the National Platform Committee for the Republican Party. So you never know where one piece of obedience, one stepping out can make a difference. Um, and that's really my my life story is just walking through those doors one step at a time. That's amazing. Tell you what, Bunny, we've, we've got to take a quick break. If you could hold on for another segment, that would be fantastic. Absolutely. Great. We'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Hi, I'm Sam Malone, the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512newmedia, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees stayed alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. 
If you can snap your fingers, you can find this radio station. So the next time you want to listen to us, your smartphone is now your smart radio. We're always on. This is AM 1070, The Answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, today we have uh, Bunny Pounds, who is... Uh, is the founder and leader of Christians Engaged, and also has written, uh, she's a, a, a well-known, very well-known political consultant in the state of Texas. She's run for Congress. Uh, she's also written a book, Jesus and Politics. Bunny, uh, it, it, it's remarkable. A, a couple things. Uh, again, it's a phenomenal book. Uh, it's uh, the it, it, yeah. Make a statement in there. I've seen elected officials who thought who look, who look like they can do no wrong and be loved by millions of people only make one mistake to put them on the backside of history. Memories are long in politics. In one shift. Uh, can impact a politician for a lifetime. And it, 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 it really jumped out at me how hard that job is to please people in general, but also the importance of faith in that to deal with that type of issue. Yeah, I, I share a story about my dear friend, Congressman Dan Taylor, um, in a chapter about how we disciple a nation and, and how how hard it is when when things happen um, that we don't see coming. Uh, my friend uh, Dan, you know, was a, a rising star in the Republican Party, um, and he he had an affair, you know, and he was serving in Collin County, um, really starting to solve some problems in Washington D.C. and. He ended up in a runoff where you know he he didn't he didn't think he could make it through the runoff and he ended up resigning um, to just really with integrity to make sure that his family and his wife and his kids were honored in that horrible season. Um, but he shares with his constituents as he left office um, an email um, that I published in the book with his permission that he hadn't read the Bible through. He hadn't really spent time with the Lord, and when he realized that he needed the Word of God in his life, that made all the difference in the world. So, you know, sometimes we, we go in um, to office. So I've seen a lot of Christians go into office with a good heart. They really want to solve problems. They want to impact the nation. But if they don't stay uh, in strong relationships with people that have their back um, or and they don't stay in the Word of God, um, you know, then they start losing focus and, man, the pride of life and the lust of the eyes and all the things that the Bible talks about comes against these politicians like nobody else. And it's, it's, a, real, it's a real hard thing to navigate. Well, yeah, Van is a remarkable person, too. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 yeah, I mean, this is, uh, it, again, it, it's, just, it's, it's just an incredible book. You, you talk about the, just, you know, the, the little different things as you go where, where God opens the door, which seems kind of ridiculous at the time, or, or something that really doesn't mean anything, where you just meet somebody and, you know, uh, start talking to them and, 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 and mention that, you know, what you're doing and stuff. And, and it, you know, the next thing you know, that person's the, the vice president of the United States or, or head of the Republican Party. And, it, and, it, and it's just incredible. I, one of the things, I've known you for a, 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 quite a while, buddy. I, I, I'm a big supporter of Christians Engaged, actually, as you well know. And, uh, yes, thank uh, you, Ted. 
the uh, but one one of the things that that really struck me uh, on this stuff is it's really uh, in knowing you is just how much people just just think the world of you and, and really uh, it, it, it's opened these doors and it's, it's been a remarkable life from one thing to the other where you've affected, I mean, numerous, numerous political people uh, in, in this uh uh, in, in the state of Texas, uh, owe a tremendous amount to you, uh, uh, you know, across the board for for what you've done, and, 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 and it's just. Uh, it, it, but they just the amazing thing is they just love working with you. I mean, it's like because uh, it, 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 you just bring so much joy, and you you bring your love of the Lord to them, and it comes through, and it comes through in Washington, D.C. And, uh, you know, uh, it, it's, so what, what, what are your plans for the election? What, what, what are you looking to do now? Well, the reason why the people are supporting the book, um, and I'm so thankful we actually hit number one on Amazon on two categories this last week um, after I appeared on the 700 Club on CBN. Um, but they're supporting the book, uh, be- yes, because they love me, but because they truly want to see Christians get activated in this space. And um, we are the only Christian ministry in the country that's built a get-out-the-vote the system for Christians. So people can go on our website to christiansengage.org, and they can take our commitment to pray for five minutes a week for their nation. I know that sounds like a huge lift, but we want to help you pray for your elected officials, pray for America. Um, but we send voting reminders, four texts and four emails around every election with a nonpartisan Christian voting uh, guide. And that is key. We have to remind people to vote. If we don't start voting in local elections, if we don't start voting in primaries, we're going to continue to have problems in our communities. Uh, Christians can make a huge impact, but we're not doing any better than the general public. And so we have to do better. Do you think do you think it's the responsibility of Christians to vote in an election? A hundred percent. Why I say that? Because Proverbs twenty nine two says, When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. When the p- wicked man rules, the people groan. There is no better way to uh, to love your neighbor, Ted, in Houston, Texas, than to spend time researching their ballot discerning whether those people are good leaders. You know, they don't necessarily have to be Christians. They, you know, we're choosing between imperfect candidates. But trying to choose the best leaders for our community and for our nation. Why? Because that affects everything. Government affects everybody, whether we want to, to admit it or not. And politics is important, whether we see that in our schools, our churches, our families. I don't know if you, you know, you have kids, they lobby you about where they want to go to eat after church on Sunday, right? We have yeah. politics and lobbying everywhere we go, but government is the most important because government is the only institution that in reality can use force against the people. And I think a lot of us woke up in 2020 and realized we didn't know who our mayors were or who our county judges were or who our governor was that had ultimately a power to shut down our businesses, our churches, control our life, right? And so thank God we don't live in Venezuela, North Korea, or Cuba right now 
we have the right to go put in and elect our representatives, and every Christian should care about that. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Uh, president Trump, I'm going uh, to ask this question. He's running for president again. Uh, what's your experience? Has he done a good job of surrounding himself with Christians, do you believe? He has. You know, again... You know, we have to choose between imperfect candidates, um, and we don't endorse candidates or political parties with Christians engaged, but I will say this. Um, we, we have a primary platform guide on our website, on the homepage. We went through 15 different issues, what the Bible says on the topic, what Marxism and Lenin says on the topic, what the Democratic platform and all quotes and the Republican platform says. And there's a lot of issues that the Bible talks about that it, that we can relate to party politics, but also who we vote for president. Um, I will say this. The president, reminder to everybody listening, is the one that will put in everybody in the executive branch. So thousands of employees... The cabinet, the people that run Homeland Security, the people that run the Treasury Department, <laughs> every department will be run by who is elected president. So whether we love their personality completely or not, we have to vote on values, we have to vote on platforms, and we have to vote on who we think is the best leader um, and, and really who they're going to put into leadership. And that person will also put in every federal judge, and as we've seen, significant changes to the Supreme Court. Um, those are the reasons why we need to consider who's running for president very carefully. But the judges are really, the judges are frightening. I have some experience with that and some of the people they're putting in, and it, it's genuinely shocking, some of the uh, people the Biden administration is putting as judges. And Ted, I always tell Christians, vote your conscience in the primary. Vote for who you really want in the primary. But if, when you get to the general, you have to vote platforms and values. Uh, you have to turn off your head as it relates to personalities and vote for who, what platform you support and what values you support, period. Because those people are going to build out those platforms. Exactly. Yeah, that's okay. Now, and the Christian deviate from the book a little bit. At ChristiansEngaged.org website. You actually have a course on there about how to, if you want to run for office, something along those lines. Yeah, we have an on-ramp to civic engagement seminar that is for every Christian that wants to get involved, or really any American that wants to start getting involved with party politics, advocacy. Um, we teach issues from a biblical perspective. We teach about religious liberty, separation of church and state, all of that. Um, and then we have a local government curriculum called Salt and Light, how to impact your local communities. So if you want to go down deeper into county government, school boards, uh, city government, we've actually seen two people be elected to city council and two people elected to school boards just by going through that class. Ted. Uh, and we're producing a whole campaign school, campaign management school for people this year that will be out soon um, to help people run for office uh, wherever they are. Um, but we have so many great classes. Check out, we have six different classes on biblical economics, biblical justice, a leadership class on the book of Nehemiah, um, and then also a an Austin 101 for people in Texas that want to learn about state government. Uh, we have a specific class just on Austin. 
So that's a good idea. It's surprising how few people really understand Texas politics at all anymore. It's, well, uh, based uh, compared to like 20, 25, 30 years ago, it, it, but it's, it's remarkable. So uh, the, uh, the book is Jesus and Politics by Bunny Pounds. And it, it, it's really, it, 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 this is, you know, I, I really, you know, highly recommend this book. I mean, Bunny, you you have been engaged in help people in campaigns, in fundraising, in directing things directly in politics and running for office with either through yourself or with some literally pretty much the who's who of the of the entire conservative movement in the United States of America. I mean, I, I, it, 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 it's really remarkable. Uh, uh, you know the, the people you've helped, and uh, it, it, it's uh, so. So when you when you talk these issues, you've been there and you understand it. And, and, and those people, I mean, like I said, I, I've known you for a while. It adds one of the things that's really amazed me is this respect people have for you out there uh, in the conservative movement, uh, particularly the politicians that, that have had to do this and have to deal with this and I think it goes to your understanding of the nuts and bolts of this and your, and your absolute faith in God I mean it's just a phenomenal book so so the the sales are going well for the book yeah everybody can get it on Amazon just type in um, Jesus and politics and my last name pounds or bunny pounds bunny with an I um, love that you know we're doing well with christianbook.com Barnes and Noble books a million all of the booksellers um, but yeah request it in your local books bookstore um, but yeah help us help us get the word out I think this story will really impact people um, the audiobook is also out I recorded the whole audiobook myself so you get to hear the author the author read it but I'll, I'll share this last little antidote Ted, I was just texting with Congressman Sean Duffy, who served in Wisconsin. He was one of my former clients, and he's now has his own show on the Fox Business Network. Um, I was just texting with Sean this morning. We're still friends and, and still communicate. But um, the reality is, um, you know, it really affects even these members or people in office who gets elected. And I share a quick story about how Sean was so supportive when I ran for Congress. And, you know, he was really visibly upset when I didn't win. Um, and it really hit me how important the relationships and the camaraderie is uh, in Washington, D.C. And just how putting in good people in office affects everybody that's there, whether that's in Austin, Texas, or in Washington, or in your city council. We have a, a man that just got elected to the city council in Rowlett, Texas. He went on our D.C trip last summer and got engaged and ran for city council and won a runoff and it brought so much invigoration and passion to the couple Christians that were on the city council that he was elected and he was going to be serving with them and and kind of like you know joining the camaraderie and standing for truth uh, we need reinforcements at every level and I want to encourage everybody listening Take our pledge to pray, vote, and engage. Get in our system. Start praying, voting, and engaging regularly. And then check out our curriculum in this book and start moving forward. Just be obedient to what God tells you to do and watch and see how God will move through that. 
Bunny Pounds, thank you very much. I really appreciate talking to you. Uh, you, you know, you're a great friend and, and, and a phenomenal person. In the book, Jesus and Politics, this is this is an outstanding book, Bunny. I really enjoyed reading it. Uh, it, 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 it. You really, you're like, it's one thing after another in the book. It's really fascinating. And, and, and you pull two diverse topics uh faith in God in politics together in a remarkable way. So enjoy talking to you as always, Bunny. Well, Ted, I so appreciate your friendship, your family, your support of Christians Engaged from the very beginning and, and really believing in this work because um, it, it is, it's important that every American start engaging in the political process and at least at a minimum praying and voting. But, man, we can all, as people of faith, uh, really have an impact, and I thank you for seeing that and encouraging people to get involved. really means a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that, that's a final quick point. But Buddy just said, if you can't do it, you can at least pray at, at the minimum and, 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 and for our country. And, and, and Buddy, thanks a lot, and uh, we'll talk to you here again in the future. Awesome, Ted. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. That's Buddy Pounds of Christians in the book is Jesus and Politics. We'll be right back after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sam Malone, the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512newmedia, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the BG stayed alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. If you can snap your fingers, you can find this radio station. So the next time you want to listen to us, your smartphone is now your smart radio. We're always on. This is AM 1070, The Answer. The Max Out Savings Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. 
Welcome back to the Max Up Savings Show. We're talking savings, investments, and your retirement. I have a really thoroughly enjoyable interview with Bunny Pounds. Uh, the book is Jesus and Politics, and I, I really did enjoy reading it. It's uh, she, did, she did a great job. Uh, the, a couple things I want to touch base on some things with these, these markets. Where do we go from here? Uh, and, and, and what do we look at on that? And uh, the a, a couple thoughts. Again, there's we continue to you know. I just look at it. Another thing. It's it's just uh, the, 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 the artificial intelligence is 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 just become a remarkable. Uh, it's a remarkable game changer in many ways. But at the same time, it's it, it appears to be a bubble. I mean, there's a, there's a number of stocks, uh, 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 media. It, the markets look very similar to 1999. Uh, it, 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 the the valuations of the big tech stocks. Yeah, you know, we we talked numerous times in the show about how much percentage of the S and P five hundred. It's like twenty five, twenty six percent. That doesn't even. That's like the top five to seven stock. It doesn't include the other tech stocks, which means most of the S and P five hundred is way overvalued right now. The technology. Uh, I saw something that that, that, that was an S uh, 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 S C micro. One of the, the, the small cap stocks is, is, is like seventy percent of it. Just one stock is S C micro is 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 seventy uh, percent of the return of the Russell two thousand year to date. It's one stock, and and, and the technical numbers, the relative strength on that hit the highest. Since I think the only other stock that had gone higher was A M C, which ultimately blew up. Uh, it, it's just it, it really if you look at the the S and P five hundred versus the S and P five hundred equal weight <laughs> again it, the equal weight is way underperforming because most stocks aren't doing that well many are down uh, there's just a, 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 a huge uh, dichotomy it, 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 it's uh, you know the the, uh, the the top five stocks equal you know the second largest. Uh, stock exchange or six stocks in the world ahead of China. The U.S. whole total stock exchange is only bigger. It's just one ridiculous thing after another here. It and look, a couple thoughts on this. Can this go higher? Certainly. Look, this is pretty much of a mania with the artificial intelligence. And one thing you have to understand: everyone's going to have artificial intelligence. It's this isn't like. Uh, uh, NVIDIA is the only one. NVIDIA is the only one that has the chips right now, but it isn't like Microsoft is the only one with artificial intelligence because Google has artificial intelligence and Apple's going to have artificial intelligence and Facebook has artificial intelligence and Salesforce is working. Everybody's going to have artificial intelligence. And, and uh, it is going to be a game changer, but you know it, it, the problem is 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 artificial intelligence basically just a gigantic plagiarism system. You know that remains to be seen, but but the valuations are very high, and, and you can't figure out where they're going to go. It, it, what I've often found in these types of worlds, and I've been through a couple of these cycles, uh, ninety nine, and uh, we studied other cycles. We studied everything from the tulip bulb mania in, in Holland. Uh, you know, to the 1929 uh, bubble there. Uh, if, if you really look at it, 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 there's a lot of similarities between 20, uh, you know, the 1920s and where we are right now. But you know, these type of things, 
1999, you know, with the you know, Cisco and Yahoo were super wealthy. You know, it, it took decades to get to for, for 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 Cisco to ever get back to where it was. It it uh, Yahoo never did. It had numerous other ones. Uh, you know, it was one thing after another. It didn't come back it, in that world. It, it, it's it's kind of like a, it's it's sort of like musical chairs and you know, and you're kind of going up and you're hoping to catch it before the music stops and, and you know it was I think uh, Chuck Prince I think at, at Citibank or one of the ones or JP well one of them he made head of the of the bank said well we we're going to dance until the music stops I think that was right in 2008 early he said that 2007 and ultimately the thing blew up and, and I think almost wrecked the bank uh, it, it, the question is where does the music stop. And that and that's very difficult to to predict. And in that type of world, it's often better to go look at something else. <laughs> you're, you're you're playing a game that hey, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up. Where do I get off? Where do I get off? And in these markets, when they go down, they're not going to give you a chance. No one's going to ring a bell and everyone neatly gets out. They're not going to give you a chance. The minute people think it, it's time to get out, everybody hits the exits and wants the door small and then they can't get out and the stock goes down. So if you go into other areas, that's what we did in 99. <laughs> in 2000, we had a really good year. Uh, really good year. And 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 I think I think if you look at some of the other sectors of the market, you know, we we talked about utilities. We know with electric utilities. Well, if you're going to have artificial intelligence, it re- uses huge amounts of computer power. You know, by the way, this is why if you notice your internet, you know, you try to pull stuff up on the internet, it's like one, two, three, four, five. Oh, there it is. It where it used to be come up like lightning fast. Well, that's because there's so much artificial intelligence training and everything, you know, bogging down. The internet out there, and, 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 and so the use a lot, a lot of computer capacity, which means it's going to be good for computers, other things like Dell, uh, Hewlett Packard server system, but also also electricity. Electric, you look at the electricity stocks; they haven't gone anywhere. They've gone down. Electric cars. That's that's. You know, the electrification, if you replaced electricity with gasoline, just even for 15, 20% of the cars, you know, the next five years, that's a lot of electricity. So there, that's another opportunity. Uh, if, if you look at, if you look at, other sectors of the market, the, the mining sector across the board, as we've talked about, you got a couple things going on in the mining sector. The, 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 the uh, the prices of of if if you look at at the if you, if you look at the world the way it's going it's going to require more electricity you know for all types of things more you know electricity production plants uh, power lines charging stations uh, you know batteries motors all that stuff that requires all types of lead, of lead zinc copper aluminum uh, gold, silver, uh, solar power, silver, all of those things. And, and so there's going to be demand for those. If you look at the, the, the mining sector, the mining sector, I think it's like three tenths of a percent of the, of the S&P 500 or 0.4 percent versus tech, probably 26 percent. Uh, or more, actually, you know, it's if you start going. Well, there's not much valuation. If you look at the at, at the precious metals, the gold and silver stocks now remind me of where the oil company stocks were at, at the end of 2020. Trump had lost the election. Joe Biden was going to get rid of oil and gas, and that was going to be the end of Exxon and everything else. 
you know, and we bought Exxon in the low 30s. We bought Shell in the in the the, 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 the bid to low 20s. As a matter of fact, we were so low that actually a director of Shell told me there was no way I bought it at that level. I had to pull him up and show it. He didn't believe it. You know, they, I guess they just quit looking at the price of the stock. It was so bad. But and then the valuations were there. If you look at if 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 you look at, at the precious metal sector, excuse me. Those areas, get some coffee here. Those areas are very cheap right now. Many of these stocks are selling at, at multi multi year lows. There's a couple of them close to you know they're they're if you if you look at a decade long chart, they're kind of near the bottom of the range. If you look at the pricing, particularly on gold, it's it's over two thousand dollars an ounce. Uh, it's you know if you, if you look at silver, silver went from twenty two this week early this week to twenty three forty, uh, very quickly in here. Uh, it, 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 but the stocks are completely in the doghouse. Everybody hates them. That's an opportunity, and, this, and I think that's important for people to understand in here right now. If you look at the gold to silver ratio, it's it's $87 the other day. I'm not sure what it is right now, but that's at the higher end of the range. So I think silver is going to, as we said, I think it's going to be one of the better performers this year, silver and the silver mining stocks. But but right now, the, the, I really the, uh, uh, when I'm looking at these stocks, I'm, I'm looking. I'm thinking this reminds me of 2020 in the oil and gas sector, and, and, and so uh, it, it's a good time to come in the sector. I believe I know this Stanley Druckenmiller, who I think is probably in my mind has the best track record of stock picking, not having a bunch of supercomputers manipulating the market like some of these big, big other hedge funds, but just pure stock picking. Uh, it's probably the, had the best record, I believe, is Stanley Druckenmiller, certainly one of the best. I noticed the other, in his most recent family office, he's buying Barrick and he's buying Newmont Mining, uh, you know, copper, gold, those type of things. It, 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 and so I think there are other, other opportunities. If you look at the oil and gas sector, it's still pretty cheap uh, right now. If you look at free cash flow, it's very cheap. Yeah, I, I, the the... the the valuations are, are, are just, you know, uh, much cheaper. I, you know, I, I, was, I, I saw some chart, and I forgot what it was. I think it was either NVIDIA, they're comparing NVIDIA, Apple, or one of the big tech companies to the oil and gas sector. It basically, they had half of the market cap. You put all the oil and gas companies together, it had like half of the market cap of maybe it was Microsoft or one of them, half the market cap, but they had twice the free cash flow uh, of of, of, of the tech stock they were comparing it to. So you added up all the oil and gas stocks, they were just half the valuation of one tech stock, yet they had twice as much free cash flow. And that's what I'm doing. So, so there are opportunities. You look at oil today, you know, West Texas is $78.5. The companies still make good money. Even if it goes down to $70 or 65 these guys make pretty good money. And, and so there's different areas of the market. Uh, you know, I looked at some of the some of the agricultural stocks are beaten up here. Some of the agricultural uh, processing companies. You know, it just you look. I was looking at some of them. They're like nine times earnings, ten times earnings, and they've got basically cash flow is net. You know, equals debt. I mean, not cash flow, but working capitals. Uh, it, 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 you know, like you don't see that very often. So there are opportunities. So. Okay, so some of the better ways to do this is, is to kind of step away from the, you know, from the game of musical chairs in the tech sector into something that's more reasonably valued. And by the way, uh, 
if you, if you need help, you can go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. I'll be happy to sit down and show you how we manage money. In my opinion, right now is a very good time to come into the market for some of these ideas. I think you get some real values, actually much better than I've seen in a long time out there. And, uh, it, 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 it to get some diversification from, from some of this tech stuff. Uh, it's maxoutsavings.com. But look, one thing, we write newsletter. And so if, you, if, if, if you're not on our free newsletter list, we, we write, talk about all these different topics. It's completely free. It's private list. We don't bother. We don't call you or anything. Just go to maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. Yeah, I, I'd like to, uh, to thank uh, my uh, good friend, Bunny Pounds. Uh, she talked about her book. Uh, she's Christians Engaged, uh, uh, the movement to get Christians involved in politics. She's written a fascinating book called Jesus in Politics. I highly recommend it. Uh, it, it really it gets at the intersection uh, of Jesus Christ and religion, which is which is so important in the world today. Uh, this, clearly, this is what is lacking in Washington D.C., particularly in the White House, which is, is frightening if you're a Christian. And, that she brings up, you know, different ways to deal with it, how to understand it, and, and to under and, 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 and a very enlightening book. So anyway, I hope everybody has a great weekend. And remember our motto in philosophy, which is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That, my friends, is the key to building up wealth all for the long term. I want to thank you for listening to the Max Out Savings Show, and we'll see you next week. Until then, I hope everybody has a fantastic weekend. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer. J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.